Locked Up and Knocked Up with your host, Jenny Shakeshaft. It was official. I was secretly eight weeks pregnant. I had one friend who knew what was really going on in my world and one baby daddy on standby awaiting my next steps. My mind was swirling with thoughts, concerns, and hopes. On one half, my intuition was strongly telling me that this was my baby. It urged me to go forward with confidence. However, my logical sense argued that this was the worst timing, especially during such a tough year. In the midst of a global pandemic and shutdown, unwed, in my 30s, I hope one day my little one can hear this series and know the moment she was revealed to me, she changed my life for the better. I suddenly found myself connected to a partnership unlike anything I had experienced before. A powerful bond that despite my best logical reasoning was unshakable. In my bones, I knew where we were headed. I knew she was going to be my partner in the world. I knew I was going to have an amazing journey with her. And that gave me love and strength that I have not felt in a long time. I'm a... I'm crying even now just just thinking about how amazing she is going to be I just couldn't find the words to share it with the world just yet I started a new routine of waking up in the morning. I would look at my body in the mirror, examining myself. My breasts were doubling in size. Hello, ladies. I felt super bloated, um, and at the moment, I had no signs of nausea, but I did feel a sense of sheer exhaustion. I would run my hands over my belly in the morning light, quietly sending loving thoughts to this new life within me. My typical morning routine quickly changed when I went to brew a cup of coffee. The smell still tantalized my nose, but one sip of warm joe made me want to my brains out. <laughs> In fact, I remember trying to have another sip as if maybe that was a sick joke by one of my taste buds. Nope. It was still disgusting. Yeah. Goodbye coffee. Hello. What else could I drink? Which got me thinking, what exactly can I eat or drink at this stage? I might be a first-time mom. However, I am the youngest of two sisters and also having a baby later on in my life. So I've had my fair share of hearing every horror story in the book about what pregnancy entails. Including things such as... Jen, your vagina rips open from your butthole. And you bleed uncontrollably. And then you have to wear a diaper. You have more people shove their hand in you than you can count before you give birth. And that part hurts the worst. 
And afterwards, you literally have lost all sense of decency, but you're too tired to care. Guys still want to have sex with you immediately after you give birth and you're breastfeeding and you're ripped open. And also many of them cheat on you while you're pregnant. Happened to a lot of girls I know. Uh, your hormones will affect you to the point of severe depression. Your breasts will never be the same. That's why I got a boob job. Yeah, you pee when you sneeze now. <coughs> like, like just now. I just peed. Sex won't be the same afterwards. Some people can't feel anything down there anymore. It's actually really scary. Child's birth is by far the worst pain you'll ever know. I swore off sex ever again in the delivery room with your father. So it's safe to say I've been extra informed with explicit details from many a former mom. That's not terrifying at all, right? <laughs> Makes me want to cry, actually. The one thing I did not get a thorough review of, however, was what I can eat and what I cannot eat. It's pretty obvious to the common human that drinking alcohol, smoking, or doing drugs is a blatant no-go. In fact, every single person I spoke with after my announcement was sure to reiterate that to me, just to be safe. You know, you're not supposed to be drinking, Jennifer. No drinking while you're pregnant. Make sure you don't drink, Jen, because the baby's developing right now. So, now that you can't drink, what are you going to do without champagne, Jenny? <laughs> Got it. No drinking. Thank you all for the memo. No coffee, no champagne, no escape from reality. Perfect. Honestly, it wasn't until I was on the phone with my friend that night when she started to get me thinking more about it. Whatever you do, Jen, don't eat sushi. Shit. I was literally about to grubhub some. No, dude, you can't have raw fish. None at all? Yeah, like none at all. Look it up. Aww. <laughs> no sushi. Damn it. I'm craving it. Well, until you decide what you're gonna do, say goodbye to sushi. Right. You need to look that up, Jen, because you, you can't have a ton of shit, actually. I immediately began to Google what to avoid during pregnancy, and to my surprise, it was basically everything. You might be laughing right now because you're thinking that I'm exaggerating, or perhaps you've already joined the motherhood club, so you're laughing with me because you get it. But the list went on for miles, and it was something like this. Do not eat. Most, if not all, fish, including swordfish, tuna fish, and shark. Really? Shark? Who tried this while pregnant? Or ever, for that matter. Uncooked meat. Again, who's eating uncooked meat or raw meat in the first place? Probably a barbarian. No uncooked food. Duh. No uncooked raw seafood, i.e. sushi. <laughs> no raw or runny eggs. So say goodbye to that yummy gooey yolk. No cheese, such as brie, blue cheese, or camembert. No, this one's my favorite. Cakes, biscuits, cookies, chips, and candy. Uh, because they don't have nutritional value. We get that. How about whoever wrote this can go kiss my butt. Kiss my butt. I am very pregnant right now and I'm all about candy. So my opinion on that one is like whoever wrote that, they can just piss off. Okay, so back to the list. No caffeine. One coffee day at most. No raw sprouts. No unpasteurized juice. No hot dogs. No deli meat. Goodbye sandwiches. Goodbye pastrami deliciousness. <laughs> Pre-made deli salads. Really? Okay. No Advil. No over-the-counter medicine for colds or pain or CBD cream. Nada. Nothing. In a nutshell, you cannot have anything at all. 
Well, I considered this would be a good time to go full-blown vegan. Why not? It was ideal to be as healthy as possible. Plus, most things were making me want to vomit just by smelling them. In fact, my sense of smell became supersonic. I was officially a hound dog. One whiff of bad cologne. <laughs> the smell of toxins or chemicals in food or cleaning products also. <laughs> Face creams I formerly loved the smell of had me wondering why I ever used this product on my skin in the first place. It's actually so crazy how quickly your body alerts you to being pregnant and forces you to steer clear of these toxic items or things. And I was finding that each day was legitimately a brand new experience of new dislikes, new desires, and <laughs> reactions. But I will tell you this, if someone had not showered or used deodorant around me, it was as if their BO fled at supersonic speed, wafting under my nose like a rotten, smelly jockstrap from about a mile away. But everything was magnified. After I discarded most of the items in my fridge, beauty routine, and medicine cabinet, it was time to get back to work. For lest we forget, this was a global pandemic where working from home was a blessing and a curse. Everything about 2020 demanded a new sense of balance. Balancing stress and anxiety, balancing relationships, balancing work life, money, personal life, you name it. But having access to a computer, internet, and phone meant you might not get a break at all from the incoming slaughter of potential work or searching that needed to take place to move forward. It also felt like a time to press forward amidst the global pause. While I watched many other counterparts take their downtime to a nuclear level by binge-watching TV shows, vacationing at nauseam, sleeping till 2 p.m., grub-hubbing their brains out on expensive sushi, alcohol, and weed, I actually felt this was a perfect time to strike a balance and strike while the iron is hot. Some people were just starting to learn how to cook or paint or experience certain joys they might have missed out on because their lives were consumed with all work and no play. I, however, was being asked to practice balancing personal time and rediscover what truly fed my soul while also exploring what I could bring to the table that would be new and inventive and provide a service for our industry or others after what looked like a screeching halt. Despite my best efforts with the COVID broadcast, it wasn't long-lived. However, it did give me interesting data to use, which inspired me to move in a different direction with a live variety show. So I began working with a business partner to bring the new creation to life, and we were in the thick of it. I was also developing a new television series and exploring numerous other options, so it's safe to say my schedule was not prepared for a sudden change in plans. Nor was I prepared to let every person I was working with or having work discussions with in on my secret. I had an insane amount of meetings on the books, despite the fact it was COVID and a lockdown. Business stops for no man. I continued to forge forward with work, not knowing what the shakeout would look like as things changed. I wondered what my industry friends would say or do. If being a woman in a male-dominated industry such as Hollywood isn't hard enough, I couldn't imagine the scrutiny I might endure being pregnant. Most LA guys figure your life is over at that point and you'll probably never work again, move to a farm and just wither away with other women who post about their babies on social media who should also immediately be unfollowed. It almost feels like the moment I got pregnant, I was suddenly busier and being requested to commit to more social meetings and endeavors. At this point in the pandemic, you could say stir crazy was 100,000% taking place. We'd been locked up for a little too long. I also forgot I had committed to joining my girlfriend on a birthday trip to Mexico in a week, but details, details, details. 
First things first, I needed to go to a real doctor to confirm everything outside of just an at-home pregnancy test with baby daddy and discuss options. We drove to a local Planned Parenthood, which was not in the most ideal area of town. In fact, when we got there, there was a guy walking out front with a shoe on his head and no clothes on, except some undies. Because it's COVID, you obviously get to experience a different level of support from your partner because they're not allowed to go into any doctor's appointments whatsoever. So I made my way upstairs alone to go to my first of many pee-in-a-cup tests while baby daddy waited in the car downstairs. I was in the waiting room as they came back in with the positive results and a doctor, I think it was a doctor, walks in and goes over some items with me. Okay, so you are pregnant. Okay. Are you going to have it? Um, I haven't finalized my decision yet, but I, I think so. I, I, I'm not sure. Well, you have little time to think about it. Any other questions? Uh, well, actually, yes. If, if I... Do keep it. Is it okay for me to travel or go on a boat or horseback riding or anything? Because I'm supposed to go on a trip with a girl. Okay. So here, I'm not here to advise you. Okay. Other than you want to keep it or you don't. You, you need to go talk to some OBGYN about that. Right? Oh. So no more questions. Yeah? Yeah. I get, okay. I, I, I guess not. Though it, it's probably not a good idea to be drinking. Right. Yeah. I, I got that part. Okay. Have a good day. That's all. Bye bye. It was a rather abrupt session, and I was actually unaware that Planned Parenthood did not provide any prenatal care. I got back in the car with baby daddy, beyond ready to leave the sketchy area that we were in, mind still full of questions. How'd it go up there? I mean, I'm pregnant. Yeah. How far along? Nine weeks? You know what you're going to do yet? I just stared out the window. Deep down, I knew. And again, I wasn't quite sure how to proceed with anyone or anything, so I just shook my head in silence. After a few days of thinking, I decided it would be the perfect time to let my other close friend in on the news at a girls' dinner. At this point, our city was opened up a little bit, so we were able to dine outside, practicing social distancing. And technically, this was the first time both of my girlfriends had ventured out as well. So it was like watching babies take their first step to see them socialize again. We got to the dinner table to discuss gossip and, of course, my epic news. I was super excited to share and have some support around what, in my mind, was very good news. I'm so excited for you, girly. Jen, we're going to be aunties. Yeah, can you believe it? I genuinely never thought I'd see the day. You know, you need to be careful because it's COVID and you're pregnant and it could be super dangerous. I know. Like, put your mask on now. We're eating. I'm just saying. So what's the deal with baby daddy? Who cares about baby daddy at this point? Jen, this isn't about him. I know that. But still, I haven't told her anything about him, so... Yeah, like, who is he? What does he do? I've been so out of the loop. Jen... I think you need to focus on doing things solo because you can't depend on him. You never know what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, you're not married. And you can't force him to step up. So, you know, just consider yourself alone. So what's he like? Trust me, girl. It's not even worth having the convo. Jenny has the worst taste in men. I think it's just this city, really. He's just another typical Peter Pan. Girl, you've never even met him. I don't need to. Whatever. Anyhow, he is a comedian. He makes me laugh. Well, that's nice. Who cares, guys? Jen, seriously, I don't think you're seeing anything clearly right now. Maybe because you're pregnant or something. Like, first of all, you don't even know if you're keeping it. 
And might I remind you, you guys broke up for a reason. Can you stop? Because at this point, you're just being rude. Let me tell her. Don't worry about it. No, Jen, because I don't think you get it. You're going to have to do this alone. I do get it. And for the moment, I really just want to have a nice dinner with my girlfriends without your opinions on my relationship with someone you've never met. Come on. He's a comedian. They're all the same. And how many comedians do you know? Please, Jen, I don't need to know to know. All right. Well, I wasn't talking to you about him anyways. Are you seriously doing this right now? Do you realize how you sound? Do you have any clue what you're about to do or walk into? I mean, if you go forward with this, how your entire life is going to change and you're, you're trying to defend this guy, just stop pretending or kidding yourself, girl. What's your problem now? Why are you staring at me like that? Like crazy. You're not even talking. Are you done? No, actually, I'm not done. Well, I am. This discussion did not end well which was my first experience navigating the different personalities and responses that a single woman would receive about being pregnant. I drove home that night with my other girlfriend who handled it very differently. We sat in the car talking about how beautiful this change would be for me. And she told me that I was gonna be a great mom and said, you know, I don't know if anyone's told you this yet, but congratulations, friend. It's a beautiful thing to be pregnant. A lot of people can't or have trouble and if you've been blessed, you know, with this wonderful opportunity. I know. <laughs> also, I'm sure baby daddy is going to be a great dad. And she'll go to soccer practice with him and he'll be so proud. You realize you just called it a her. Oh my God, I did. Freudian slip. I think it's a girl for sure. Me too. Which is crazy because I always wanted a boy, but I don't know. I feel like it's a girl. She's going to be so beautiful. Don't worry about anything. And remember, it always works out, always. So don't get bogged down in the details. Just trust God. He is not a cruel God. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> He's not. No, I, I don't believe that I serve a cruel God. So he wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Thanks, friend. We both hugged each other before I went home that night, still debating the finite decision I was making. I woke up to my new normal, examining my belly with a smile. My inner voice calmed me. It's going to be okay, Jenny. Just lean into it. I decided to go on a walk with baby daddy to let him know I had officially made up my mind. About halfway through the hike, I found a clearing and spilled the tea. So, I've been thinking. Okay. I just really feel like I want to keep it. And I know what everyone's going to say. And I realize this isn't the most ideal timing, and neither of us planned for it, but I think it's going to be beautiful. I don't really know what I'm waiting for, you know? Like, how many more years do I need to spend in this city following my dream or pursuing work for a thankless job and shitty people? <laughs> because it'll never be enough, and honestly, after this year, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Well, I knew you were going to keep it, Jenny. You did? The day after you told me, I called my parents, and I said two things. We're pregnant, Jenny's keeping it, and it's a girl. Um, that's three. Yeah. I told you I feel like it's a girl. Yeah, it's a girl. Let's just hope she looks like you, and not me. Well, you've got a great chin. I do. I have a great, crisp jawline. Perfect dimples, awesome structure, but my nose is a little too big. We don't want that on a girl. Let's hope she gets your features because we don't want her looking like a me. I think actually though that 
the daughters end up looking like the dad. Well, let's just hope she looks like you. So what made you think I was keeping it? Because, Jenny, I know you. When you put your mind to something, you just do it. How do you feel about it? I mean, if I'm being honest, I thought maybe we'd go hiking on the Santa Monica stairs today. Maybe have a little tripo accident. <laughs> no, I'm scared shitless, and I know it's going to be hard for us. Yeah, it is for everyone. But, uh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Well, like I said, she's going to be a beautiful baby girl. She doesn't look like me. We had a nice walk back to the car. Both of us were pretty quiet amidst nature. I could tell so much was surging through baby daddy's head. On the surface, he was showing me what I needed him to be. And I could see he was genuinely excited to embark on this adventure. And I also saw a concern wash over him. It was a lot for us both. And so for now, the silent space would be where we lived. Holding hands the whole way home with both our eyes focused on the road ahead. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in, for subscribing, for sharing, and for liking. For those of you that want to continue to support, please click the links below. You can find us on Venmo, PayPal, and also you'll find a link for a baby registry. So you can join in the fun either way you choose. Of course, all of your support and donations help to continue to deliver these episodes and this production. I really appreciate all you guys tuning in, and I'll see you next week. This has been a Monument Production.